All right, everybody, you know what time it is. The biggest news in LA Charger recent history. Had to get my boy back on the show. We got another special episode. Dylan joining us live wearing his Chargers gear. If you're listening to this audio, we're just going to jump straight into it. Dylan, it's been a second. It's been a full NFL season. We got a lot. There's a whole lot else that we could talk about, but we're here to talk about one thing today. Jim Harbaugh is an LA Charger. The big fish. We got him. Huge, they did. Huge, huge. For the first time, I think, in my life, it just proved that this organization is serious about winning. The fans are absolutely over the moon about it. We, the Chargers fans, there may not be many of them, but so many people care about this team, at least like in the community that I follow and stuff like that. This is huge for them because it shows that we're finally serious about winning. For the longest, people think that we've gone cheap or whatever the reason may be, but this, it's huge because we got a proven winner in the house. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's won everywhere he's been, whether that was at the collegiate level as a player, even at the NFL level when he played for the Chargers uh, or when he was head coach 49ers. Everybody knows he just won the title at Michigan. He's won everywhere he's been. The team kind of plays the same way everywhere that he's been. They kind of have like built on the built in the trenches, trenches on out. Um, They're always really tough football teams. And I mean, I'm going to let you talk mostly about the personnel and and I guess your outlook for the next for next season and then the following years. But I think that I think this makes them an instant contender, honestly. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, I think this is just a team that's they're ready to win, but I do want to temper expectations. You know, if I have to play devil's advocate for a little bit next year is I don't even know if we're going to make the playoffs. Like people fail to realize how talent deficient the chargers were. And I think maybe that, became evident once Herbert got hurt. They realized how poorly constructed this team was. This next year, like, I think we're going to have to make several roster changes. Like, I'm thinking, like, you're going to have to cut at least, I can think of, like, six guys off the top of my head that need to leave the roster already. There's going to be several changes that have to be made, and I'll be surprised if we even make the playoffs next year. Like, I think we could potentially be a fringe playoff team. Anything more than that? I don't really see it because I think that there's a major overhaul coming. As far as 2025 goes, I think that's the year that we can truly compete and like make a Super Bowl run. But okay. that's all contingent on us making the right roster decisions and then making the draft, which the draft's everything. Yeah, draft is a big deal. And I, I want to touch on that in a little bit. I, I guess I want to ask you first, where were you when you found the news? What did you do when you found the news? I know your dad's a big Charger fan. I'm sure you're a part of all the different, you know, if you follow the fan pages, follow the the pro team account, like give me just an insight. Charger fan it has been a tough last few years. You have to sit behind Brandon Staley. Walk me through the emotional roller coaster that was the last week of hiring. And then yesterday when they hired him for sure. Well, I was right here. I just got finished with a nap and I saw it and I'm like, finally, I put my hands in there. I was like, Let's go <laughs> out of time. And then so Levi and Tyler, which are my roommates, mm-hmm. they're outside throwing football. I walk outside and I'm just like, yeah, like, what's what's going on? I'm like, Harbaugh. And Jimmy. then Jimmy it's, Harbs. It's huge. It's huge. I was so excited. I, I don't think I the smile came off my face until like an hour later. It was. It's great news, awesome. man. I mean, he's. It's 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 a great hire for the Chargers. I mean, I can't think of a better fit uh organizationally, like and also the, the transition. Back in 
September when I, last time that we were on here talking, I said it was one of two guys that I thought could turn this thing around. I'd only really be happy with two guys being hired. It was Harbaugh and it was also Belichick. Belichick, after this past season, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah. But Harbaugh, I knew it was like there's only one guy who can, that I know for sure can fix this downtrodden franchise and it was him and we got him and um for that you certainly did i'm ecstatic i think it's fantastic i mean i uh, maybe i'm a bit more optimistic than you are you've been a lifelong charger fan so i think that's probably where some of your pessimism is kicking in uh but i think harbaugh is a proven winner um and he's going to come in that locker room and and how many wins did you guys have this season how many wins you finished with five five i, I mean I, I don't i don't ask i don't ask that to to be you know to to defame your team or anything, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean it as I think Harbaugh with the changes he can make, you have the fifth pick in the draft, um, the changes he can come in this off season. People want to play for a winner. He's a proven winner. I think that I think he, he instantly adds two, three wins to that total next year alone. And that's not considering 2025, like you mentioned. So I think they're a fringe playoff team next year. Uh, and then certainly like a, like a stout contender come 2025. Yeah, I think this this hire is really huge, but I think it really um, signifies like a new era of Chargers football that's coming in because we have the new facility, which is in El Segundo, which is really close to where I'm from. Yeah. Back home. So, you know, I'll be at those training camps. They have the new stadium, obviously, coming to L.A., but then just bringing in a new culture, just a whole different identity, like it's going to be a culture shock to a lot of people like Chargers fans aren't going to be used to the type of guy that's coming in. Like where you saw these other coaches that really never really could push the envelope, never really could get us over the hump. But this guy, like it's going to be complete culture change. Like guys will be playing their tails off. It's, it's really, really exciting. Now at this point you, you wait to see who you're going to hire as GM. Cause that's obviously huge. And then yeah. you wait to see how we do in the draft. Cause I think the draft is going to, really decide how far this team wants to go because we're going to have to hit in the draft. Like this team is going to be made up a lot like the Rams last year with how many rookies they had. You're going to, it's going to be full of rookies. It's going to be full of like first and second year guys that need to do well. And we need to hit in the draft and just develop players. Absolutely. I was listening to uh, our good friend, friend of the show, not really Colin Cowherd, um, who said that uh, Harbaugh brings a unique perspective to the draft the next two, three, four seasons because he recruited a lot of these kids. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's totally different. Granted, NFL, they do all their homework before they draft a guy, but Harbaugh's been in the house. He's met with the parents. He's seen them go through college. I think he definitely does have a bit of an edge drafting over some of these other guys. Um, so I wanted to ask you, one, I guess what you felt about that, and then two, how much power do you think they're giving Harbaugh over the GM, are they going to butt heads? Is it going to have to be a GM that Harbaugh is like, okay, yeah, I want that guy? How do you think they go about that decision? Well, I'll answer the second question first. Okay, let's hear it. As far as what we're going to do for GM, it, it comes down, it's coming down to two guys. Like, there's two finalists for it. It's the guy from the Ravens and the guy from the Giants. Either way, apparently they have connections to the guy. In my opinion, you don't bring in Jim Harbaugh and you tell him, and you have the GM run everything. Like, it's going to be. Harbaugh's say on almost everything and the GMs there just to mainly just do the scouting side of things and players. Okay. Players. That makes sense. That makes sense. But this thing, this team will be built in Jim Harbaugh's image. So when he goes and watches the film on the guys who are still on the team, he's going to have, he's going to go on a list and he's going to be like, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. 
you can stay. You're not going to. But I'm telling you, majority of the guys that are on this Chargers roster are not Jim Harbaugh football players, and they will not be playing for this. I team. agree. We're just watching them. Yeah, for sure. So the amount of roster overhaul is going to be is going to be some that Chargers fans are going to have to get used to because it's going to be all the players that we've come to love these past couple of years: Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. I think Joey Bosa's gone. Like, you think he's gone? Yes, I think he's gone. He's. I there's just been some stuff that it's. I think it rubs. Okay. You can't. We don't. I don't like having guys that are always injured. And the way he, um, I forget which game it was this year, but obviously he was done for the season with his foot sprain. He was sitting in the press box, like eating, like what was it cracker? Oh yeah, I, I remember watching remember. that. Yeah, he was, he was in like the press box and like just hanging out there while his team's down the field. Like you see Herbert, he broke his finger. He was out for the year. He was still down on the field rooting all oh, these yeah. guys with traveling no away games, like the stuff like that that. Make like shows who's really committed to this organization. I can and see that for sure. That's just, that's just from like a outsider's perspective. When when Jim Harbaugh puts on the film, he's going to see guys. He's like, they don't give all the effort. They're not really all the lot. Like, the overhaul is going to be something that people are going to use to. But I can't wait for it because change is inevitable. But changes will be good. I think it's a good kind of change. You remind me of the first question. I don't really remember what the first question was. I got to be honest. Uh, I um the second question was a good one that was the one i I more wanted answered um i guess so i have have two other topics i want to touch on um chargers specific uh so i want to hear essentially what you want to have happen in the draft um and then who gets let go or brought in in free agency in the next couple years so essentially give me your like ideal off season and your realistic off season for the chargers so it all starts with the fifth pick and i with the fifth pick i'm I'm kind of torn because there's a lot of good players right there, man. There's the receivers that are good. There's obviously Brock Bowers, who I would love to have. But if you look at every Jim Harbaugh team, it starts with the trenches. And that's why as much as I'd want Brock Bowers, I think he'd be awesome for us. This team is not really in a place to take him. So I think yeah. it's either you're drafting one of the tackles, the one from Notre Dame or the one from Penn State, or the one that I'm more open to is I think we trade back and get as many picks as possible and hit as many guys as we can. Okay. I could see them doing that. I, I mean, yeah, I could totally like see I said, them doing overhaul that. is going to be ridiculous. You just need as many players that are in Harbaugh's identity as you can get. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that sounds like your realistic idea. Give me like the chargers are on the clock with the fifth pick. Who do you want to see them take, given the people you know might be there? So Malik Neighbors will probably be there. You'll have one of the tackles there. Uh, Roma Dunze will be there. Uh, who are you? I, I mean, where are you, where are you leaning? The, the Chargers, it's well known. They have great weapons on the perimeter. Can they all stay healthy? Can they all catch the ball? Not really. Um, so you can add somebody on the perimeter. I know Rashawn Slater is a really good tackle, but he has trouble staying healthy too. So you, ha- you have a need there. Um I mean, let's hear it, man. This is far out there. These are well, no, I have, I have a lot on this one. So this okay. is something I've been thinking about. If it was up to me and what I hope and what I have a feeling that the front office will do as well is I think we take the Penn State tackle. You stick them at right tackle. And this team's going to turn into a run first football team. And as, as, as good as I think Herbert is, and like, you know, I'm the biggest Herbert supporter of anyone. The it the whole idea of bringing Harbaugh in is you want to take a lot off his plate for the past all of Herbert's career. Yeah. There's been too much on his plate, too many times the Chargers have asked him go and win for us. 
it's it's not sustain as good as he is and he can do it it's not sustainable so I think that we turn into a running football team like I wouldn't even be mad if we got Blake Corum on like the third round or something like that bring him in Eckler you're gone yeah is Eckler what's the deal with Eckler's Wash. uh contract what well contracts expired he's a free agent okay yeah, that's what I thought yeah but, um, I don't think you bring I think, him back I don't think we resign him at all you just don't resign running backs or Harbaugh doesn't strike me as the guy who's going to spend big money on a running back his first year in No, running back's a young man's for you. You can even throw like an undrafted pick or undrafted free agent, and he'll do well as a running back nowadays. But I think we turn to a running team. We take a lot off Herbert's plate. It's like I see some people saying now that Harbaugh gets hired, that Herbert's an MVP candidate. I don't see it that way at all. I don't think the numbers are, are going to be all that big for Herbert. Like even when he had Andrew Luck, like Andrew Luck was awesome. Like he didn't, he never won. Did he ever win a Heisman? Because I don't think he did. Andrew Luck. Uh, Yeah. I don't believe he won the Heisman, You, no. because, like, you think with the talent like Andrew Luck that got Yeah. in the football, like, they would win a Heisman, but that wasn't the case. They're very much a run first football team, and everything else plays off the run. That's why you're under center, you run play action and stuff like that. But that's what's going to happen with the Chargers. I think we're going to turn to a run first football team. Once we hopefully we bring in that coordinator that Harbaugh had in Minter, Yep. and we become a defensive team that plays really well. But yeah, we'll turn into a run first football team, and then the, um, a lot will be taken off Herbert's shoulders. and. Once it comes to like meaningful football and the playoffs and stuff like that, it comes down to like the top guys that are able to make those four or five plays and Herbert can make those. You just don't want him making those plays like 10 to 20, 10 to 10 to 20 Right, times. right. One of them, he's a stud and he can get it done, but you just can't always ask him to do that. So only ask him to make those four or five plays a game, which he'll make. And then um, I think good things will happen. If I think I'm so too. I mean, and you see it right now for anybody watching the NFL playoffs that are ongoing. Patrick Mahomes was what a clean 17 of 23 in this weekend's Yeah, game he against only completed Buffalo. 17 balls. The only time Right. he has to make plays and need to make plays, and he made them. He was Exactly. And perfect. I think if you build a good enough team around him, like I said, you have good perimeter guys. Say what you will about Quentin Johnston. He's still really young and he's on a rookie deal. Um, you bring it, whoever you might bring in. I, I love the idea of them drafting Corum because Harbaugh gets his guy uh, like in the third, early fourth round, something like that. Uh, I can totally see that happening. And then they plug and play him instead of Eckler. And I don't think they really miss a beat. Um, I, I like the perimeter weapons. I, at first glance, the defense scares me. Uh, I think you have a lot of expensive piece. You have a lot of expensive pieces I can over there. So, you can literally see like eight different starters next year, yeah, which no, would absolutely. be And I, I, I thought you would keep Bosa, but you'd lose Mac. Um, I but I'm torn with Mac because the guy still like he still has it. Like he's still a really good player, mm -hmm. but I just. If I'm Mac, I'm debating, do I want to stick around until 2025? Because that's when I know this team can contend. Because next year, this team's not a contender. Or if I'm Mac, do I want to ask the Chargers to trade me to a contender? And then that's when the Chargers can get draft capital back. Yeah. But I'm I'm torn because Will Max is still, he still is good, even though he's going to be 33 next year, I think. Yeah. But So I'm I'm looking I think. at the board right now as I have it up draft board. Olu me olu I'm not even going to pronounce his Weiwa name. Fashanu, It's a Penn the State tackle, tackle. Fashanu That guy. from uh Penn State. That's the guy you have him drafting. I know uh Kenji's not here. I'll speak for him a little bit. We've we've done a bunch of mock drafts already, <laughs> and it's a mix between Malik Neighbors and Joe Alt. And that five spot to the Chargers. Um, and then the other one typically goes to the Giants right after at six. Uh, I could see either one. I like Alt over Fashanu at tackle. Um, but I think they're both they're both
the Penn State guy, he's he's a stud as a run blocker. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely, but yeah. That's where you're dropping them to start. Like, like I said, this team needs to fix the running game. Like, we were one of the worst running teams like in the past decade. This past mm-hmm. year, we had nothing on the ground, and that's why it made it so difficult for a quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's a good pick. I'm really curious to see how they go about the off season. Uh, I think there's all eyes will be on the Chargers. I mean, say what you will. The Chargers, it's a competitive market. I did an instant reaction on my TikTok yesterday. Uh, LA is a very competitive market. Um, Otani, yep, it's a distracted. Otani just went to the Dodgers. USC is always competitive. Uh, The Lakers are always a talk of the town. The Clippers are building a brand new arena. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Rams are a couple years removed from a Super Bowl. And this is a move that says to Charger fans all over the country, and LA especially says, we are here and we're going to demand some of your attention. Um, so it's it's an exciting time to be a Charger fan. Uh, I I couldn't be happier for you, man. Honestly, I remember when you came on at the start of the season and you were like, this is my pick. We'll have uh, Brandon Staley out by midseason or end of the year, and then we'll get a new guy. And Harbaugh's a perfect fit. Perfect fit. Yeah, I, I could not be more excited. We nailed it. And I, I was telling people, too, I'm like, if we don't get Harbaugh, I, I really it's really hard for me to have any like hope towards this team ever being a real contender and be taken seriously. But we got him, so yeah. I guess no, Harbaugh's the guy. Would be like if it wasn't for them getting him. But I'm I'm just super excited, super excited for the future, and future's bright. Future is absolutely bright, absolutely is. Now, while I have you here. I want to get your quick gut reaction with the games this weekend. We have two uh, AFC and NFC title games, Chiefs at Ravens and uh, Lions at 49ers. Give me a gut reaction. I know we've talked about some parlays already. Give me a gut reaction on the on the outcome of the game. So I'll start off with the AFC one. I I think the Ravens are going to win. That's not this Please. one. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I do think the Ravens are going to win, mainly because they just – it seems like they're just clicking. Everyone's clicking right now. Lamar is clicking. The defense is awesome. The um, special teams, even though they were shaky last week, I still think they'll be all right. But I I truly think the Ravens are going to win. And I'm also saying that because Harbaugh's brother, or Jim's brother, John, is the coach. So I want them to win just to keep the winning pedigree going. But that's for the AFC side. I think the Ravens are going to win. As much mm-hmm. as I respect the Chiefs, even though I hate them, respect them. But I do think it's just the Ravens' time. Like it's been, it's been them all year. They've had the most amount of wins against teams that are over five hundred. I think it's the Ravens. And I also, I think the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. It's really like I feel like this game, the AFC Championships, going to decide who wins the Super Bowl. You think so? But since you asked about the NFC too, I'd say. It's probably going to be the Niners and I want okay. the Lions to win but I think it's going to be the Niners those are my two picks too I I think the Chiefs will give the Ravens a run for their money uh but I really like how Lamar's playing and the Baltimore in me that's my city I gotta root for my guys um I want to see them do really well and I'm sick of seeing Kansas City in the Super Bowl man and I want to shut them up I listen they beat two good teams Buffalo was was a good team 
but that first round Miami, that was as easy a matchup as Kansas City could have asked for in the first round. Last week on the road in Buffalo was definitely more difficult, so I respect them for that. But going into Baltimore, a team that's playing better than anybody else in the entire AFC, I think it's a totally different game. And um, I think the defense, I mean, everybody knew that the that Bills defense was like on its last leg that they were barely holding on. Sean McDermott said pregame, he's never coached a team with only four active linebackers and that's what he had to do. And, but the Ravens are just loaded all over that defense. Sometimes I just think everything aligns and I think everything's just aligning for the Ravens to where they're going to yep. get it. Back. Even know, though he's a magician. Man, but... Mahomes is Mahomes. We're going to, we're going to move off the chiefs here because this is a chargers show. Uh, this is all this is all Chargers today. Um, but then I also have the Niners winning uh the NFC title and um Ravens Niners in Vegas here in a couple weeks. And then the offseason begins and Harbaugh goes on his uh who knows? Harbaugh's gonna yeah, do I have just fun. I can't wait to see like all the funny things he's gonna do because the dude's just complete. He's a complete unknown sometimes. Like, he's a bit of a dork. He is. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading some stuff last night and. I I just cannot stop laughing, which I think I don't remember the year, but it was back when the Niners and the Seahawks were had their beef or whatever. And it was after like a primetime game. The Niners beat the Seahawks <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh is in his car. He drives around the stadium over to the Seahawks bus and starts talking and waving at him. <laughs> and waving at the Seahawks. <laughs> He's going to have some fun, like, man. This guy is like, it's, it's almost like the screws aren't in his head. He's so funny. It's like, who does that? It's to, fantastic. To an NFL team. But yeah. He's he's different. I guess that's what makes him so unique and so great, which I can't wait to learn more and, and see all about it. I I am fascinated to see what he does with that team. I think he instantly makes them a couple at least a couple wins better and the eyes will be on Harbaugh. I mean, honestly, say what you will about the Chargers. People would watch for Herbert or maybe they're playing a big game. And we we also talked about this. Every Charger game is interesting, whether you like it or not. Every Charger game is crazy because there's something weird happening. Um, but every Sunday I know I'm gonna be entertained. Yeah, or stress, probably both. Well, uh it comes with it. Sure. <laughs> um, but I think in a different way now, the eyes are on the Chargers, not because like just of Herbert or because the, the games are entertaining or they're wacky, but now you have a legitimate A plus head coach coming in and trying to revamp this program, this franchise, really. And I think it makes – everybody takes it more seriously now. You can't just write them off. Mm -hmm. It finally brings relevancy and seriousness. Like, you you bring this guy in, and everyone's going to take you seriously now because before, no one could take the Chargers seriously. Completely agree. Yep. Just with the track record, the, the, the blown leads, the playoff loss, like you, you just couldn't take him seriously. But now – Different I don't era. Know all the I I still think next year people are gonna have to temper their expectations with this team because it, it there a lot of turnover is coming and it's not gonna be easy. But the future after that is very very bright, and I think they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender in two years. I think so too. I mean, I think they'll contend for it next year. I think they'll have some big wins next year. Uh, and you look at that division. The Broncos aren't particularly threatening at this point, and the Raiders just hired Antonio Pierce on full time, and I still don't really know what to think of him. Uh, hired so, RGM, you see that? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> um, a guy. Which is, I know. Which good yeah, luck with him, I guess. Yeah. Right, Raiders? Yeah, good <laughs> luck with him. Uh, but I, I think the Chargers have a reasonable case and a legitimate shot to be uh, number two in that division, be a nine-win team. 
um, and, you know, legitimately get to a wild card game. Uh, might lose that game, but hey, baby steps. Also, from day one, it's we got to take out the Chiefs. Much like how Harbaugh from day one in Michigan, he's like, Ohio, Ohio State, State, we got to knock them off. It's going to be, hey, those are the guys. They're the premier team, and not even in this division, but in the conference, in the league. We're knocking them off. We're doing everything we can to beat them. Completely couldn't, couldn't agree more. I am stoked to see what happens. So, uh, but I think that's all we got for today. We talked a lot about Harbaugh, a lot about the Chargers. It's been awesome. I personally, I can't wait uh, to see what he does. And I'm excited for these games this weekend and obviously for the Super Bowl. We're going to have to get you back on here for your Super Bowl picks before that game. Um, you already know that, but we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Anything else? Anything else you want to say to the people before we uh we have you sign off? No man, just, just pure excitement. Like I, I can't wait. I'll I'll be reading all the press conferences. Like, I it, this is huge, so huge. I I can't say much else. It's Super. exciting, exciting time to be a Charger fan. Um, and frankly, I think they just gained a lot of Michigan fans too down there in uh, San Diego, LA area. I think a lot of people just became Michigan fans as well, um, and vice versa. So. But uh, that's all we got for today, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure to check us out on all the social medias, YouTube. You guys know the drill. Um, go check out Dylan. We'll tag him uh, in our stories and all the posts about this. Um, and, yeah, everybody, go watch the games this weekend. Go Chargers, right? Go Chargers. We'll talk. All right, man. Thanks for hopping on. I'll see you, everybody.